The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 126. Season 6, episode 2. Of Two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. I'm the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we want to start with a quick apology uh, about there not being an episode last week. Um, that was down to the fact that we had booked in a chinwag session uh, with guests we are not going to reveal in the hope that it gets rearranged. We're waiting to hear back. Uh, it was like a last minute change. Something else came up. Um, which was fair dues, and uh, yeah, we couldn't end up doing it in the end. So we apologise, but we are now back with an episode, um, and I think it's only right that we start the episode uh, discussing, because, I mean, who knows where we're going to be in 20, 50 years. This podcast could well become almost like a time capsule of what life was like, and since starting this podcast, what was it now, four years ago? Yeah. We've documented a lot of things that have happened through education. Yeah. The pandemic. Mm-hmm. This uh, terrible, terrible Tory government. Mm-hmm. And obviously over the past 10 days, um, we have been mourning the loss of Her Majesty the Queen, Elizabeth II. Um, now, there's a couple of things that I wa- we, we want to talk about. And obviously we're a little bit scared. Are you a little bit scared? To talk about it, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say scared. No, I wouldn't say scared because I'm, I'm fearless. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's um, what would you say? Not a touchy topic, but obviously, it's, you've got to be careful in, in in you know when discussing something like this. Well, it it's been an event that has certainly polarized some certain people. I, I've just found Twitter to be a weird place over the past 10 days. I mean, it is a weird place. It's a weird place. And it, but th- th- with this event, it has been... Because every single tweet I've seen, whether it's a, you know, royalist person tweeting, a republic... The, the direct tweet is one of the most toxic, sort of nasty, horrible comebacks. It's been a really weird, weird thing. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're a little bit worried. But here's yeah. the thing, what we're going to talk about now, you can agree, disagree with our views on the whole situation. Um, but here's the thing, you don't need to wear it. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to tweet tweet us or whatever it may If you don't want us to talk, maybe it's the fact that, you know, we, you've had enough of everything that's gone on. Maybe fast forward a few minutes. That's absolutely fine. You just don't need to necessarily uh, worry about your opinion being heard. Yeah, well, I think I think it's fair. You know, I'd I'd like to start off by just saying, obviously, you know, rest in peace, and our wishes go to the family. Not that they're you know going to listen to this as such, but well, who knows? The thing is, as well, and I've said this before, you know, because I've seen loads of tweets, people in favour of the royal family who are big fans, and who are you know other people who are not. At the end of the day, you know, I, I didn't know the Queen personally, but. She just seemed, and I'm pretty confident to say, was a lovely, lovely, lovely old lady. Yeah. And at the end of the day, a lovely, lovely old lady, queen or not, you know, has passed away. And it's a sad, sad time. Obviously, it's been a strange time because this is all we've known. And it's uh, all yeah. many, you know, if you're 70 and younger, um, you know, it's all that you're pretty much every teacher, I'm saying. Yeah, you know, cause you're not going to get many teachers over seventy now, are you? No, not not in actual age. Probably in in looks, back, back back pain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is it is now. Question to you, Adam: Are you a royalist? Uh, I mean, define royalist. Well, are you in favour of us having a royal family? Do you think it serves an important purpose, or are you the opposite, a republican, and you you quite anti? <sighs> I mean, I've, I know we've touched upon this in, in previous episodes. I I follow my dad. I, I don't I'm, I don't feel like I'm educated enough to 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 start sprouting 
what I think about this and that. And it's like it's like when it comes down and to that the government. Is just, just, you've just absolutely proved the point by using the word sprouting. <laughs> I'm thinking you were going for the word spouting there. It, it, is, it, is it not sprouting? <laughs> is it not? I thought you said you sprout ideas. Do you not sprout, sprout. ideas? Spout. You're talking about like spouting, like talking about stuff. No like you're way. in no position to spout about something. You don't sprout. That's <laughs> you don't Brussels sprout. That's madness. Oh, oh well, anyway. Anyway, you know, right. But go what on. I'm saying is, <laughs> go on. <laughs> so, oh, so wish they had you on BBC over last week. <laughs> hey, by the way, completely separate topic. Do you ever remember um, back in the day where that guy was having an interview at BBC and he got invited on the news? You know, like he, he, he kind was of, a taxi driver. Yeah, and, and but I think he was he was there as like the new head of something, and they were asking him. Do you not remember? There was a guy who basically the, he was a taxi driver, and they mistook him for someone else and yeah. stuck him on. And yeah, just, stuck yeah. him on. Yeah, I saw him in the traffic centre. <laughs> I saw him in the traffic centre. Uh, anyway, completely random point. Yeah, so you so, were saying, so you, you, saying you're not in a position to sprout. I'm, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> My stomach's sprouting. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I, I, listen, it's all I've known. I don't really, I don't want to sound like, you know, an ignorant tool. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really, if it's bad, I don't really have an opinion on it. Like, I've said I'm happy. So, as long as everyone's happy, I'm happy kind of thing. Yeah, so here's the thing. Like, I, I am just bang in the middle. Like, there's elements of the royal family I like. Like, I, I, I. I actually really like the Queen. I actually like the Queen more than I do the concept of the royal family. Like I thought her, what she stood for and the way she carried herself and the sheer dedication to the state and what she was able, you know, that everything she went through and the way she was a, it was just, she was a, an amazing icon, right? Mm. And that cannot be questioned. And I think, I think it's going to be a real struggle for those who follow her, um, to have the same connection to people that she had. So nothing but respect for the Queen. Like, I can probably give or take the royal family as a concept. Like, if we keep the royal family, it's like, sweet. You know, every so often there'll be a celebration, maybe a bank holiday. Mm. Can live with that. As long as they're bringing in more than they're taking out. You know, they stay uh, non-political. They, they are representatives of our country. And clearly, one thing I've learned is just how much people in our country look up to them and uh, value them and that sort of thing. And that, I'm not going to... If they were to turn around and say, like, actually, we're going to give it... You know, we're going to pack it in now and just have it as, uh, you know, everyone everywhere will stay open as a museum, but we're not going to have a, like, working royal family, I'd still be like, right, sweet, you know, been a good run. I like the history of it and I like the... Um, like I've been listening to a podcast about uh, the Queen's dad, George the Sixth. George the Sixth. And how his older brother Edward abdicated, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that sort of that stuff. The and then I rewatched the King's speech with the the boys over the weekend as well. So I find it all quite interesting. Um, but yeah, that it's been another it's been another example of where your social media is not a reflection of the real world, right? So yeah. social media, your your Facebook news feed is, and this is for everyone out there. And I talk about this on my training is uh, a culmination of content that is reinforcing your viewpoint, your opinion, your belief on the world. So if you're someone who's not very interested in the royal family, then your Facebook feed is going to be pretty much nothing to do with the royal family until an event like this happens. And then it just opens your eyes to how um, many people in this, how many people just really do look up to the royal family. And, you know, I mean, the, the queue... <laughs> it was was a phenomenon. Yeah. Um, like, I hate queuing. Mm. I couldn't think... There's very few things that I would queue for. The only the only things I've actually queued for without moaning are rides in Florida. Yeah. And that's probably about it. Yeah. Every time I have to queue for something else, I get annoyed. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of queuing. I queued for, um, I queued for the Supercharger sauce at KFC when yeah. they released bottles of that. Um, obviously completely... <laughs> <laughs> completely different to uh, what other people are queuing. But then there's controversy about the queue, isn't there? Um, yeah. Obviously, the old Phil and Holly on this morning yeah. found themselves in hot water. Can you beat the queue? Skipping the queue. 
Yeah. Or so, or saying they've skipped the queue, and then they've come out today and said that they didn't skip the queue, and then there's videos, the, there's the videos media. released that that sees them walking past the queue. Um, yeah. uh, and then you got Beckham who queued for for hours. I and mean, I've... it's the measure of the man. Yeah, uh, Beckham is just you know he's just he's just the donny. Yeah, and, and and I'd say it's the messiest I've seen his hair ever. <laughs> well, twelve hours in a queue is gonna. It's not going to look pretty. But, I mean, you know, people enjoyed it. It was something that they felt was important and, you know, part of history and all that sort of stuff. I mean, my hat goes off to anyone who took kids there. Yeah. I mean, that is I mean, that is dedication to actually be in a queue with your own children. I mean, I saw a really funny tweet where it's like, if I'd have taken my children in that queue, they'd have started telling me a story. And then finally got to the really important bit once we were in the, in the yeah. room with the Queen. I mean, I was thinking more of, you know, well, I was thinking when, when I was looking in, at the queue, you're thinking, you know, what, snacks? Yeah. Toilet breaks? Well, there was they, they had it all sorted. I think the organization behind it was something to be very, very proud of. Right. Portaloos, there was a point where you could get a band and then you could go off and get food and all that. And That's go. good. Yeah, so they really did. And, of course, a big shout-out to teachers. Uh, I did tweet something that went a bit uh, viral, which was, I think we need to recognize the unsung heroes of the queue because we all know that spectacle of this scale is only possible due to the hard work and dedication of primary school teachers who taught people the true art of lining up properly. Mm. So, you know, we've all played our part there. We've all played our part. So, yeah, it was, I mean, the ceremony itself, the bank holiday, uh, the actual ceremony. It's been a weird one because there's like this, because it's been so full on, there was times where I felt emotional. Yeah. Like, I actually felt emotional. I think for a lot of people, the Queen being that constant, and there was one point where there was a picture that came up of the queen that reminded me of grandma and that's where i got a little bit emotional because i think that's what she was to a lot of people is a reminder of that person in your family yeah, who yeah. Was that constant yeah. so you know there was times where i was emotional there were times where i was a bit like this is overkill now because it was just like non-stop coverage to the point where like there was one point <laughs> that i caught on the news where they were going, and what you've got to remember about that Paddington sketch is that Paddington wasn't actually there in the room. <laughs> the Queen managed to act out that without anything. And you're going, they're really scraping. <laughs> they're really scraping yeah. the bone now. Um, and obviously, like, I know we take the mick out of your mother-in-law for playing the bagpipes, but that when they, they obviously started moving the coffin on its way to Westminster when the bagpipes were going and the drums. That's goose. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, you you say that we take the mick out of my mother-in-law for playing the bagpipes. We don't take the mick out of her for playing the bagpipes. We we take the mick out of her for playing the bagpipes poorly. (laughs) (laughs) So So any other bagpipe um, players out there, it's never a slight at you. Yeah. Uh, We're just sprouting. We're just sprouting. Um, <laughs> Non-stop sprouts here on the two Mr. P's. When it obviously happened, I remember one of my, you know, when the news broke that the Queen passed away, one of my mates, like, texted in the, in the lads group and said, right, you watch some of the insane things that are going to happen in this country, right? And then I found uh, a link, which was the 22 most insane things British people have done to mourn the death. Right. And this has become a bit of a thing. It was on the radio about performative grief. And I'm sure you've heard some of these things, but it's almost, I don't know whether we can actually categorize these as a bit of a no. Okay. Because if the, if the queen was to see it, would she actually appreciate it? Or would she be like, uh, Well, I mean, that's what? one, I think that's one thing that is going to be, you know, sadly, sadly missed, uh, God bless her, is that she clearly had a cracking sense of humour. Yeah. And, and yeah, you go yeah. back to the Paddington sketch. I'm not going to yeah. go over it. Yeah. Uh, the James Bond sketch. Absolutely. I, I, the, the clip of the Queen that makes me laugh the most is, do you know what's coming here? Is it cows? When she sees the cows. <laughs> when she sees the cows. Because, you're, you know, I, I agree. <laughs> I got a little bit teary when... Things reminded me of grandma, but then I also think of Nana, yeah, Nana yeah. Maureen, podcast legend, uh, and that cow can remember a time before the Queen. True, um, can't remember yesterday, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then that cow's bit is just classic Nana Maureen, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. would be Nana Maureen uh, to our late granddad. But... And, and the funeral also made something apparent for me. Do you know which part I got a little bit? 
emotional at? Uh, I don't know. The corgis and the oh, horse. Yeah, the corgis. Like, yeah. Before I got the dog, right? Before I had Winnie, there was no way in a million years I would have no. got. Like I was. You would have. I've, I've talked about you would have on the podcast and scratched. about people I know who are full on dog. Yeah, Santa Paul's and all that. Yeah, Christmas, I've talked about right? it. Yeah. Whereas. Are you fully? I'm not, tran- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You fully fucking... transitioned into an absolute doggy. Well, daddy. I even had Ryan's dog over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Walter, French bulldog, uh, lovely dog. You know, dead chilled, Slobber very chops. well, very well trained. <laughs> but my god, is that dog? I mean, the smells that come out of that dog, the smells, the sounds. I mean, I've never heard anyone snore. Now he sprouts. Oh, he sprouts. <laughs> right. He's, he poos like there's no tomorrow. He was doing, like, when he averages, like, one poo a day, if mm. that, maybe two. Whereas he's, he's like, five on the regs. Yeah. And well, he's, he's, he's a parking. Here's the thing. Yesterday, we went up to, after the funeral, we went and saw some of our friends, and we went, on, we took Walt on a little, Walter on a walk, and he just, it's like a sandcastle. But you know, like the kinetic sand. So when he drops ah. his guts, you know, kinetic sand where it's solid until you touch it and it goes into liquid. <laughs> so I go to scoop it up and it literally disintegrates and then my thumb went in it. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, God. And the smell, I'm like, oh. But yeah, the, and he farts. Like, yeah. not just. He, 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 he fart like the sound. You'll just, he'll just walk past it and be like, Burp. Yeah. Like what he did, like, yeah. none of it's in his control. Yeah, no, like, I've been there. He's a, he is, he's a, he's a one stinky hound, isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, and then Winnie was obviously very possessive, so she's been a bit of a nightmare because it's the first time we've had another dog in the house, so she's been a... Yeah, but, yeah, when I was watching the funeral and the little corgis come out, I was like... Yeah, it's, it's true. And I think, I think you know, what a, what a fitting send-off to, you know, a, a truly wonderful woman. And it was, it was, it was very emotional and... I think made the, you proud think, to be British. I was going to say that's one good thing because there's a lot of things that have happened in the past couple of years where you, you know, at times you can be embarrassed to be associated at yeah. times, and that was a nice, you know, it was, it was, it was just a, it was honest. One when we need to, we can put on a show. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, back to Cows! some of the <laughs> love. Honestly, that's my favourite. So, yeah, so I won't go through all of these, but these are just some more of the weird performative grief uh, things. So there was a um, cycle... (laughs) There was a cycle, uh, like, parking space, I think. Cycle rack, basically, that was um, closed. So during the royal period of mourning, this cycle rack will be closed from the Friday night to the Wednesday 21st. If you leave your cycle here between these times, it will be removed. There was then the <laughs> Every Weatherspoons uh, toilet dispenser of you know what didn't work. So no sheaths will be dispensed from this condom vending machine until Wednesday, September 21st. Really? <laughs> yeah. There was, of course, the um, Anne Summers website made me laugh in that it had a tribute to the Queen. Mm. And it was like Her Majesty, nineteen twenty six to two thousand twenty two, just underneath, just rampant rabbits everywhere. <laughs> it was madness. Um, the f- cancelling of the football, I did not get that. You know, maybe the Premier League, but the kids' football. So all the grassroots football got cancelled that first weekend, but the rugby was on, right? And the first time I got. I felt like a bit emotional was that during the rugby training, the whole club stopped and they all got together and arm in arm, they did uh, a minute silence. Someone read a bit of a, like, mm. almost like a eulogy, sort of like speech. And then they sang God Save the King. Yeah. Um, which I felt was such a better way of paying respect than just yeah. cancelling football. I I mean, the only excuse I could think is it's, it's just unprecedented, isn't it? It's, it's just, yeah. it's kind of crazy. I, I mean, I went to a rugby game. I took my son to watch. Uh, oh, you were there? Yeah, sale, yeah. yeah we went yeah. to watch sale. Now, there was a minute silence there. Yeah. Uh, but my son... Uh, is a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my son doesn't know the meaning of silence yet. And by God, was he sprouting. Yeah. Eight, one eight during that minute sides and what annoyed me was a lot of people were just kind of giving nice chilled smiles nods like oh he's only a little toddler like he doesn't know and then that one guy turned around and gave me a right foul look and i was thinking you know what son 
Um, the Met Office, we are saddened to, for the death of Her Majesty. Our thoughts with the family. As a mark of respect, we will only be posting daily forecasts. I don't... Well, don't they, isn't that what they always do? Well, I don't know, but I don't see how that... Anyway, the Royal Beekeeper, John Chappelle, age 79, has told the Queen's bees that the lady has died. He placed black ribbons tied in bows on the hives before asking the mostly dark European bees not to leave and to be good for their new master, King Charles III. And can we also take a moment to appreciate, I know Charles got a bit of flack for getting a bit angry over a pen, but listen, every teacher, we get it. You've gone to the whiteboard to pick up, mm. write something on the board. You yeah. picked up that pen, that doesn't work. We get it, Charles. We're with you in that. Yeah, one. but then you do get it, but then you wouldn't, you know, <laughs> if you class help, you wouldn't be like, oh, get it away. Get it away. Um, there was a CrossFit UK who did a Queen Elizabeth II workout. 70 jumping lunges, straight into six rounds of two muscle-ups, 25 medicine ball cleans, and then one minute rest in silence. Oh, <laughs> me in silence there. I just like... <laughs> um, there was, you know... I said about, oh, there was the BBC, Sally revealing that Royal Parks for not people to, people to not leave marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> um, but of course, the best one was the uh, Centre Parks fiasco. Yeah, the, I mean, that was, that was... Yeah. Well, you just, yeah. So the basic... I mean, I don't, I've not been to Centre Parks. But... You never bit, right. So I, I go, we always go once a year with Claire's family. But basically... Basically, what they'd said is they were going to close the parks on a Monday. On the mm. Monday, so anyone who booked a holiday had to either leave or go somewhere else and then come back, which was just. And then there was all the memes about it turning into Hunger Games when there's yeah. no workers there. Yeah. It was brilliant. Um, there was the BBC suspending all comedy program gramming, which you know, fair enough. But now we're all left mourning the fact that Mrs. Brown's boys is coming back to our screens. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, there'll be more silence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like when you went on the, uh, when you went on the TV channels yesterday, wasn't it? Like every <laughs> yeah. TV channel under the sun was obviously the state funeral of her majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, but channel five <laughs> showing Patrick Stewart, as the turd in the emoji movie. I mean, yeah. it's just... Channel 5 all over, isn't it? It's textbook Channel 5. Uh, so we'll move away from talking about Her Majesty. May well, she rest in well, peace. Yeah, I mean, it, it does tie into a good little story here. Um, not not obviously what happened. The bit about the condoms at Weatherspoons. Right, okay. Um, and I've got this little tale to share with you. Let me just find it. Here we go. Here is a delightful school memory I have from my son. He was in year two at the time and I got a call from the school receptionist. Wonderful lady, as they all are. As they all are. And she started off by saying, have you got five minutes? Now, if you know my son, he's a lively class clown. The most popular child in school, but should really be making his way into comedy. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) I've received many calls with, have you got five minutes? And then I've always been either cringe or absolutely off the chain funny. This kid, this kid sounds hilarious. Can't wait for this. The The receptionist then started to explain what the call was about. And I can tell you that neither myself, the receptionist, or the head of the school could keep our shit professional. (laughs) Great time. It's really building this up, isn't it? She said, whilst trying to retain her laughter... He came in today with a personal item of yours. I gasp, thinking it's a dildo. I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) (laughs) She then burst into laughter and then brought herself back enough to say he thought it was great fun to blow them up in class and swing them around the room, air punching them as he went Well, by now, I realised that he had stolen condoms, but not only stolen them, but had blown them up in front of 35 children (laughs) and five adults. Like a balloon (laughs) puppet, what they're called. Yeah, like balloon artist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She continues, when I asked him if he knew what they were, he replied, they are fantastic balloons (laughs) that go so big and never pop. Do you want a dog? (laughs) 
Slippy. All in pure innocent joy. He was rather upset when they were removed from class. She then continued to tell me, while I could, well, I could hear the entire school in tears of laughter. Perhaps you need a new hiding place for those items. Collection that day was both embarrassing and hugely funny. Great. Good story. Good story, yeah. Good story. Uh, Talking of hilariously embarrassing moments, there's a little thread I found um, uh, on Twitter. Not necessarily school-related, but, you know, we love a good cringe. Yeah. Uh, So 17 hilarious embarrassing moments that it will make you glad it wasn't you. So, uh, me, will you marry me? Girlfriend, no. Hot air balloon pilot. Uh, it takes me about an hour to land, so this is going to be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Just bumped into a mannequin and said, sorry. Then said, oh, thought you were a person. Then realised I was still talking to the mannequin. <laughs> I'm, sure we've, I'm sure we've had that before, you know, the mannequin one. <laughs> a waiter once told me a nice wine pairs well with a certain food. I took a sip and said to the waiter, wow, you can really taste the pears. (laughs) (laughs) I love love stuff like that. Uh, So for 17 years of his life, my boyfriend thought that quiche was pronounced quickly, quickie, quickie, yeah. That's right. Yeah, quickie, yeah. And so once we were at a bakery with his mum and I was like, what are you having? And he said he wanted a quickie. His mum laughed so hard. She went to the car to call his aunt so he could tell the family. I'm glad he didn't say a cheesy quickie. (laughs) A quickie Lorraine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After flunking a job interview, got up, shook everyone's hand and (laughs) walked into the (laughs) coat closet. Oh my god, imagine <laughs> knowing you've butchered a question. Anyway, thanks for your time, guys. Thanks for your time. How long would you have waited to stay in there? I I don't know if they've noticed. <laughs> uh, you may think you're an idiot, but the other day I heard my neighbour sneeze through the wall and instinctively yelled, Bless you! But I didn't want him to know I could hear him, so I had my mum fake a sneeze so I could yell, Bless you again. <laughs> Uh, just tried a coat on in TK Maxx. It was the coat of a customer trying on another coat. <laughs> <laughs> I can never leave the house again. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, left a date last night telling him I had to quickly run to catch my last tube. Cut to 15 minutes later when he bumps into me walking out of McDonald's with a Big Mac hanging out my mouth. Oh, that's oh. just brutal. Oh, God. My boss, who is a grown woman with children my age, just whispered, oh, this is going to be so effing efficient before spraying Febreze directly into the ceiling fan and proceeding to cough her guts out when it blew back in her face. (laughs) This is going to be so effing efficient. Why so aggressive? What is she trying to do? Like, air the room? (laughs) I told someone at a party, "Uh, that dirty old man is trying to hit on you. She said, uh, he's actually my fiance. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that, I love that. That dirty old man. If that's if you're in school where you're saying dirty and old, they need to be upgraded. Oh, Give no. me a better sentence, dirty old man. <laughs> um, filthy, ancient gentleman. Um, that fil- filthy, ancient gentleman's trying to hit on you. And then this one, um, talking about pets before. One time I was petting my cat in the dark and I was scratching her chin and I was like, wow, why is your fur so rough? I then realised I was scratching her butthole. Oh, And she's letting me and I died a little. (laughs) That sounds like a long night in the coat rack to me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so then, God. then like you know how you've just done that with Sprout. Yeah. Uh, here are some. I am still processing that. What? I just, I just I, yeah, because I've, no one's ever corrected me on it before, <laughs> and I've said it a lot. I'm sure I say to like people I work with all the time, like, "Oh, what do you think?" I don't know. I'm just sprouting ideas. 
Yeah. Well, if it helps you, you're not the only one. Right. Right. Um, so, a co-worker rearranged her office furniture to improve the Karma Sutra. <laughs> she meant Feng Shui. <laughs> <laughs> I overheard a conversation where a wife was complaining to a husband about one of her friends who always goes off on a tandem. <laughs> he looked at me and I had to look quickly down at my book. Yeah, these are ones that I would make <laughs> yeah. all the time. A colleague said her landlord was suffering in the hot weather as he had to wear robes. He's an orthopedic Jew. <laughs> she explained. <laughs> um I remember my builder telling me about the time he left his van on a double yellow for 30 seconds and sure as eggs would have it, he got a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) We both knew that wasn't quite right, but we couldn't figure out what exactly he'd gone wrong, so we just carried on. What is it? Sure as eggs would have it. I've never heard of that. Like, sure as eggs would hatch it. (laughs) Um, Worked with someone in a call centre who, when asked, how are you, answered with, happy as the day is Larry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I know that. Go happy on. as the day is long, isn't it? Um, yeah. Happy as Larry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> happy as the day is Larry. Um, <laughs> I went once said to a friend that I'm not just stupid instead of not just a pretty face. It stuck. But that's unfortunate <laughs> when I use it on other people by mistake. <laughs> not just stupid. <laughs> My mum says as ASAP as possible without a trace of irony. 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 Um, My sister-in-law is wonderful for these. I'm going to live on my own like a Kermit. (laughs) Well, you know a leper can't change his spots. Um, Why are you buying these people? Why are you bringing these people here? You know, this place is my refuse. (laughs) <laughs> from a friend's boyfriend in New York when he brought eight of us back from a bar oh. friend addressing her young teen son you're skating on borrowed time young man <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think you're allowed that that's I something think, I'd that's say an in absolute class yeah. in it. Um, still trying to find out the best way to answer so how, how far would you reckon that is as the cat flies my um, old boss used to tell me to keep my ears pierced <laughs> for any information. Uh, what is it again? Keep pe- ears peeled? Yeah, yeah. No, eyes peeled. Eyes peeled, isn't it? Yeah. And what is it? Ears open? I think so, yeah. Well, it's not ears pierced, is it? It's not your ears peeled, is it? That's my what co-work- to me on holiday. <laughs> my co-worker regularly warns about when push comes to shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I distinctly remember a colleague dismissively saying, I wipe my face of it. I want my face of it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. So, hopefully now you don't feel that bad for sprouting. No, no. But, uh, yeah, to be honest, I, like I said, I always feel, it's like that, though, isn't it? It's like, you know, when you... Because it happened quite recently. I, uh, you know, went on the playground after having my lunch with a group of people. And then yeah. someone went, you got a little summit there. And I'm thinking, that's been there since I had my yogurt 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and someone, you know, nobody, no child, nothing... Um, here's another one for you, by the way. Just a quick little O. Uh, you know, we've said this a million times, and everyone will be feeling the same. The tiredness levels these yeah. first couple of weeks back are outrageous. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sat there on the couch, and Kim said, um, oh, I felt really old today. And I went, oh, did you? Why? And she went... Because of my student teacher or my ECT. Yeah. And I went, all oh, right, why? Shout out to ECTs. Yeah, huge shout out. She went, my ECT was born. <laughs> Go on. Let me guess, 2000. 2020. Right, that's what she said. She went, my ECT was born in 2020. Right. And I went, <laughs> I, went I went, your ECT's two years old. She went, no. But they did, you know, and you know. She went, no. She was born in 2020. <laughs> And I went, so, <laughs> two years old. And she was like, oh, God, sorry, I meant 2002. Oh, yeah. I know. Really? So, no, 2000. 2000. I was going to say, because Callum's 19. 2000, um, yeah. Talking of O's from, from, and, and, uh, from the wife, uh, she watched this TikTok, right? And it was clearly someone taking the mick. And it was this TikTok goes, 
2022 is the only year where everyone's age is the same. So if you uh, take your age, uh, take it away from 2022, you will get the year you were born. And she was like, honestly, she's watching it going, Lee, right, do this, right? Take your age, take the year, take away your age, and I bet you any money, it gets you the year you were born. And I'm like, yeah. She went, well, that's it's really weird, isn't it? Like, that's the only year it happens. I went, Claire, it happens every year. <laughs> every year. <laughs> All you're doing is you're taking your... and oh, Well, I, I got one, right. Get your calculator out. Right, so... Oh, I? Put your shoe, shoe size in right. and add two zeros. Yeah. Right? Take away the year you were born. Yeah. Add the current year. Yeah. And then the last two digits are the age you are or you're turning this year. That is true, yeah. There you have it, guys. It works. Yeah, but not that one, though. The Take the take no, the no, age. No, I just it. wanted to prove that. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com switch. That's mintmobile.com switch. Some, some of the crazy well, stuff's good. here's the interesting thing about me this academic year is, uh, apart from SLT, I am uh, officially the longest-serving teacher in my school. Really? I am officially the old guard. You are the Clooney of the ER. <laughs> you can say that again. Um, oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. Well, there we go. I'd rather be Clooney than... Uh, no, you're more the, you're the Charlie of the casualty. <laughs> Um, so that that's been a realization that I am officially not young anymore. Mm. You've only just realized that now. <laughs> what the hell? So um, have you taken your age of the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a couple of other examples here again off uh, a Reddit thread I found. But when did you realize you're officially not young anymore? A uh, couple of answers. When I dislocated my jawline in bed yawning. Didn't even think it was possible. <laughs> I'll tell you what, have you had um have you yawned and got cramp? Oh god. Cramp in your turkey. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, the cramp yeah. in your turkey chin is the most painful thing. Oh god. Uh when I opened a new pack of sponges for dishwashing and became all excited to use a fresh sponge. Yeah, I've, I've been there, I've been there. When I went through the house yelling to the kids, when you leave a room, turn the light off. Oh yeah, yeah I, do, I do that all the time now. Oh, you do, yeah, yeah. Well, Solar panels and your <laughs> energy. <laughs> I was in my late twenties at work talking with one of our new interns. I can't remember why, but she asked how old someone was, and I was like, I don't know about her age. She gasped and asked, "How old do you think I am?" Then I gasped and asked, "How old do you think I am?" Anyway, that was when I realised I was not young anymore. <laughs> when one of my younger co-workers took it upon herself to explain to me who Cardi B was. Oh yeah, and I'm sure there'll have been loads of kids who this week will have said to their teacher, "So, what? Where were you when the Queen was coronated? Yeah, you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that." Yeah, uh, I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, it's so funny. Some of the ones that my so we've got a lovely, lovely teaching assistant at our place who's been there for a long time. I don't think I, I don't know how old she is to be honest. I don't think she's that old. Like as old as maybe the kids sometimes think yeah but then the kids have asked her like you know what was it like when the dinosaurs were around that's <laughs> <laughs> just like that is that is harsh that is harsh uh i felt a sneeze coming on while i was bent over and legitimately thought i have to stand up straight for this if i want to keep my back <laughs> uh i have to do like PE with year four this year as well so there's been a bit you know gymnastics have been 
have certainly showed me that I have I have aged. Terribly. I mean, I went um, I went to town for a for a friend's birthday on Saturday, and um, I did the beer bike. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. To be fair, I don't know if if, if anyone follows the. Uh, you know, to Mr. P's Instagram, I did put some on there. It's, it was brilliant, dead. It was proper mint. Bring your own booze. And I think the thing that I've realised is I just cannot hack the sesh anymore. Like, um, honestly. I know we've said it before, but then you have those you have those miracle nights, don't you, where it's like you wake up the next day and you're not that bad. And it's like, oh, my God, I feel sweet. <laughs> and, and, and you do, you're like, oh, my God, I'm back, baby. <laughs> my God, I was dying oh my days the most crucial like as in like the fact that the bank holiday monday was there uh you know a somber somber day sober day somber day somber day sober day as well to be fair. <laughs> oh yeah um but Both yeah it work. was uh oh it was it was tough and that's where i woke up and i, I <laughs> just said to kim like <laughs> I'm so jealous of you two-year-old. Thank you. um when i started getting excited for 9 p.m bedtime Again, I, I, like the excitement for bed is, yeah. is bad, isn't it? Well, that, we we went to see our good friend Luke Kempner. Ah, yes. Uh, stand up the week before last. So obviously <laughs> when he came on the podcast, we booked tickets to go and see him. So it was us two, uh, our dad and our other brother, the other, other Mr. P. Mm. And he admitted to us on the drive down, didn't he? That he goes to bed at like nine o'clock. Yeah, doesn't yeah. He? He yeah. Gets yeah. up at like five. And then we were asking, we were talking about what we're watching on the telly, and just doesn't watch anything, does he? Yeah, because he's got to get his shut eye. Do you remember when? Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember Eyeball Paul in the Kevin and Perry films? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when Dad went through a phase of calling Ryan sad act and me ginger pubes? <laughs> it was like that all over again because we were sat in the back. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a great show. If you if you get a chance to go and see Luke, uh, Luke Kempner, he's doing the back end of his tour now. But I tell you what how he kept it so we we went to see him in lancaster so it's like an hour drive and um we we, i can't remember that the place called what was it called the dukes yeah dukes yeah the dukes so we sat there and he starts his show and he must be what 20 minutes in yeah i'd say yeah 20 minutes in and he goes what's that red light flashing at the back that's not a fire alarm is it so he comes off like he's but the thing is in a comedy show you're always like this guy's a card yeah and the next minute, the fire alarm goes off, doesn't oh. it? So we had to all and evacuate. And that fire warden in his, uh, in his <laughs> luminous vest. It was classic school, wasn't it? Yeah. So everyone has to shuffle outside. Fire engine rocks up. False alarm. There's nothing wrong. Everyone comes back in. He then carries on. Uh, get to the interval. Uh, starts his second half. Everything's going fine. And then what six minutes before the end of the show yeah yeah it goes again it goes again <laughs> and it must have been so off-putting for him and then we had to evacuate again and come back so twice in one night that was it was a true uh truly epic effort from uh from luke kemner yeah. and yeah massively recommend his uh his oh, stand up yeah it was, yeah, it was, it was well really funny, really yeah. funny and so what to next? Should we have some icks? Oh yes, please. Should we have some icks? So uh, again, well, should we not? Should we? We need to break down what an ick is, though. Right. Again, okay. just really quickly. So, I remember this first got brought up, and actually, it's funny because I'm working with a, a teacher at the minute who gives you the ick. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where do you get me in the daghouse, brother? <laughs> nah, not at all. But she she mentioned about tabs on the computer the other day, oh, and yeah. I said, "Oh, I can't stand it." Yeah, and the first ick that we ever did on this pod was me complaining about a good friend of mine, Jess, who has what feels like thousands of tabs up. I've never seen that little tab thing at the top so small because there's so many piled in. Yeah, yeah. and it does really grind my gears. That all, all alongside loads of files on the on the desktop. Tidy it up, Tidy people. It up. Uh, so it's just things that just give you the, you know. Yeah, just oh. gives you, you know, little. Uh, now it's normally relating to dating in it, but we've put it out there for teaching it. Just think about the job that just are you just like. Have oh. you got a dating it? Like as in, I know, I know, you know, we're two very happily, at times married men. Um, uh, what would be your ick? Oh, it's a good question. Uh, Why? Well, what's yours? I think mine would be. Um, I'll tell you what, mine. I know what. Mine I think is. mine would be probably like not paying attention to a film in the cinema. 
If 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 we if we'd gone or like to asking see... you questions every five well minutes. yeah I mean that or them. asking you questions about a film you've not seen every five yeah minutes. or just or just generally like you know just on the phone in the cinema I'd be like absolutely not do you know a nick of mine and this isn't just a dating nick this is just people in general you know if you ever meet someone and you start talking to them and then everything you say they've done they've it. done it oh. and done it better Anything and like you you, can yeah, do, yeah that sort of th- I cannot stand it where it's like uh oh yeah so what have you been up to oh, i was um over in you know i was yeah. down in london at the week oh mate yeah i go to london all yeah. the time you've been to thing have you done this have you done that and you're like yeah yeah yeah. you asked me pal yeah. about london <laughs> let me speak you went, went scottish yeah. you asked me pal <laughs> um right so you first... may have been to london but have you been to school <laughs> so that that's probably mine like they yeah, no, i mean I, i've I, been so far out the game of dating i just wouldn't know what yeah you, uh, you, you can't even see the game I, i've <laughs> like i've been retired i'm hall of fame <laughs> i'm not retired um no you'd be you'd be i think i tell you here's another one right here's another rick and and it's i say it's a dating it's not necessarily happened to me um but when if you go somewhere to eat and you order your scran and then they oh. order, they don't order enough for theirs yeah, and then they're yeah, like yeah. oh that looks nice can i have it no you cannot <laughs> have any of it because you have the same menu as me and you did not make the right choice it's because it was because i think it was cockney john who was telling me uh you know we used to talk about his dating a uh, quick little update actually uh, myself and cockney john have got a brand new podcast uh, coming out very soon. Uh, Adam and Cotney John's big movie podcast. Uh, so I'll update you on that. It should be with you in the next week or so. But on our other, you know, our old podcast, we used to talk about dating stories, more about his dating stories. And he said about a story where I think he ordered like, he ordered like the steak and the girls just like, ooh, that looks tender. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, ooh, can I have a bite? And he went, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, you've got yours, and I don't want any of yours. He went, "This is mine," and she was like, "Come on, John!" And he's yeah. going, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So some um, teaching icks. Right. So the first one yeah, here hit from, him, hit from, him. from Matt is the word pedagogy. In general, just grates in my brain. Never heard of it. Do you not know what the word pedagogy means? No. I think I... Um, so it's basically like the explanation of why at the practice of teaching. So what if you teach in a certain way, the pedagogy is the, the why behind why you it's teach. It's like a waggle. Way. No, no. So it'd be like... It, I talk about the pedagogy on my, uh, my training being the reason why I use technology the way I'm using it. Right. So that's okay. the pedagogy. So it's like the... The why behind Yeah, you've said it a lot and it's giving me the it. Yeah. Pedagogy. He's right. Matt, thank you. (laughs) Um, I don't mind the word pedagogy. (laughs) As long as it as long as it, you know, is used in the right terms. Nah. Right. Um tying shoelaces that are wet even though it hasn't rained. I'll tell you what's a nick as well. Kids who get sent to school with shoelaces and they can't tie them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That is uh, yeah. just what is the just get the velcro. Yeah, velcro all day. All I could day. tie laces. I can tie laces. If I got offered a pair of velcros, I'm taking them. Yeah. It's just time saving. <laughs> yeah. Can I go for a toilet? What even is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's certain icks that you can accept. I'm not sure like that. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you if you're I'd... working with if you're working with a you know early early years and they say can i go to a can i go for a toilet you'd be like of course you can yeah because i'd take that rather than like just like last episode where it's pooing the pooing the pants. yeah there's that but then also i'm not a fan of I, I i'm just i'm all about the manners and i say to children all the time and i always ask them i say how much do manners cost all the time how much do manners cost then you get the honest ones who go nothing Exactly, that's why you yeah. should use them all the time. Then you get the kid who goes, 100 quid, and you're just going like, <laughs> no, of course not. Thank you, though, for your answer. See? Didn't catch right, this thing. one, this one. Watching other teachers tell my class off. Ooh, Ew. that could cause some needle. Um, but I'm, I, 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 That is an it, actually, yeah. I would well, say 
I would say, because at the end of the day, you know, being a HLTA, I don't necessarily have a class. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm outside, for example, if a class aren't lining up properly, and, you know, especially if they're the ones who I'm expecting to set the example, I think the teacher's got to be all for, you know, me whipping them into shape. Um, You know, and that's not necessarily going mad at them. It's just kind of being like, right, guys, come on, you know, sort your line out. What, What is this? It's an absolute joke shop. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like have people being like, I "Can't believe he's telling my class how to line up." Well, if you'd have done your job <laughs> in the first place, I, I'd say for me that depends on who's telling them off. So if it's a member of staff that I'm quite pally with, Ooh, I'm not my yeah. But if it's a member of staff that I've got needle with, don't you yeah. dare it's tell my class. Click, <laughs> click, click. I would be. I'd be like, listen. Yeah. You walk on, yeah? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> These Yo, are my class. Yeah. I saw those. Those were lining up. Sweet. What are you talking about, yous? Yo, go for a toilet, you. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's where I think I'd get annoyed. Because it would be if, you know, if... Oh, if you, were, if you were pally with, say, if you were pally with someone called, like, Laura, and yeah. Laura was just like, guys, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. You'd be like, cheers, Loss. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers Lazer. Appreciate it. But listen then, to listen to Laura do what. I, yeah. yeah, but then you've got like a, a Sharon, <laughs> a Sharon who comes out and goes, "Goodness gracious, Year Five, Sharon, do us a favour, pal. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly not trusted with your own class, so don't be picking on mine." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he throws the first stone, Sharon. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I'm wiping my face at you, Sharon. Um, right being called miss i don't call you boy or girl you have a name and so do i (laughs) i think an ick for me is is being called miss but by the older children but regularly i get that a lot in the register and once someone says it oh yeah like mr Mr. parkinson and you see the eyes like i'm gonna do it yeah i'm gonna do it yeah yeah um yeah, that is it. So <laughs> that's when Loz, Laura, Laura comes in and goes, "Don't say it again. It's not funny." Laura, cheers. Sharon comes in. Don't do it. It's not funny. Oh, Sharon, they can do what you want. <laughs> Sharon, haven't you got your own class to look after? What are you doing around here, Sharon? I'm covering your PPA. I'm not going for PPA anymore, Sharon. <laughs> um, right, having to turn tight the right way round after PE. Uh, I mean, is it that much of an ick? I mean, how often? I don't know. The sound of Velcro and shoes being open and closed. Open and closed. Yeah. That is annoying. Yeah, but then saying that, would I prefer it than laces? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sharon! <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a team my school called Sharon, right? Well, she's absolutely lovely. So if you're listening, Shazza, this is not you. We need to change it to someone I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many times you won the attendance award, Sharon? Eh? That trophy's been in my class three weeks. Kids can't even stand to be in your class. Uh, when children say good morning, Mrs. So-and-so, good morning, everyone, while you stand at the front of assembly, not knowing what to do with yourself. Because <laughs> it lasts for ages, doesn't it? <laughs> Say that's an ick. <laughs> that's you being well awkward. Yeah. But it like, is awkward Good it? morning, Mr. Parkinson. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. It does go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> it does go on forever. Why are you carrying it on, Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you would be stood there like I've been there and you get like, right, okay. And you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, it is tough. It is it's tough. It's like when people sing happy birthday to you and you don't know what to I'll do. I'll tell you the worst bit, though, is where if you're a newer member of staff and you've only been, you know, majority based in maybe a couple of year groups and then you're in the main assembly and you've got the people who know you, the people who kind of know you, then the ones yeah, that have yeah. no idea. So instead of good morning, Mr. Parkinson, it sounds like, good morning, Mr. Bagger. And it's just like... Morning. Yeah. Do you put them up to that? Sure. <laughs> I mean, that was you, Sharon. Yeah. They I'm all not, know my name. I've not, I've not been at this school long, but I know one thing, Sharon. You need to pipe down. 
<laughs> oh, very funny, Sharon. Well done. <laughs> the words non-negotiable. Now that is an it for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because you know, if you Google non-negotiable, the first I've t- I must have said this before. The first two pages of Google are all from primary school websites. Do you know? Do you know what I think is annoying about that? Is I actually would really like that term if, say, Bruce Willis said it. If it was a Bruce As in, Willis like, film. If it was an action film and he was just like, you're going to die today, that's non-negotiable. <laughs> I'd be like, whoa, what a line. But if it's Bruce Willis, go like, you're going to use different colors to highlight. That's non-negotiable. I'll be like, oh, Bruce, no, no. I'll tell you, go and see that film. Bloody Sharon! <laughs> 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 um, primary school head teachers that wear stilettos Ooh. slash don't know staff or pupils names mm. I... staff don't know staff's <laughs> names <Yeah. laughs> I'll tell you who I know I'll tell you who she would know <laughs> yeah but that's with not knowing staff's names I mean I can understand if it's a head teacher in a massive school and then there's a lot of like you yeah. know big turnover of children new children might take a bit of time but staff, you can't, you can't really have that, can you? Imagine trying to get the attention of a staff member across the thing. Hey, hey, <laughs> Sharon, <laughs> not you, yeah. Sharon. What? Shut up! Yeah. Did I say Sharon? <laughs> it's not about you, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, we'll come back to some of those. It. Oh yeah, there's loads of things. But I, I've got a. Right, um, you got I've a story got a, to I've bring got us a, home. I've got a confession to bring us home. <laughs> Um, it's not Sharon, is it? It's not Sharon. Um, but this confession is about... Well, it's a high school confession. Right, okay. So obviously, you know, have your high school heads on. It's uh, <laughs> it's one that's just like... You can imagine how mortified the teacher is or was. Um, but it, that's what the confessions are all about. Well, this is a thing like... Don't, don't judge... Uh, no one knows who this person is. Um, they could be sat... Well, it could be Sharon. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. This is what's great about the podcast. You share your stories. It's completely anonymous. And as always, we appreciate all your support, the stories you send in. Um, and, we, you know, there's so many we need to get through. We know that. Uh, but, yeah, it's completely anonymous. And you're not going to get judged. No one's going to know who no. you are. Um, but, yeah, it gives us a laugh. So I'll head over to the website, yeah. to mrpspodcast.com. Uh, you'll be able to also get your tickets for the for our last show of this tour, which is happening next month in Newcastle. Uh, but to bring us home. Yeah, here we go. I kept a year nine student back after the lesson to give him a talking to. He was being lippy. So I just told him to get out of my classroom as I'd, I'd had enough of him. He was being dead cocky, you know, taking his time just to annoy me. I said, hurry up and leave. So, of course, he walked even more slowly. I saw red. I marched over to the door like a woman possessed to give him a hand. I held the door open and absolutely screamed, get out of my classroom now. My blood was boiling. The second he was out, I slammed the door with all my might. Then I said, oh, fucking twat. (laughs) In the apparent safety of solitude, I turned back to my desk only to find that there's another student in the room. (laughs) I don't know which one of us was more shocked. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I honestly do not know how I got away with that one. All right, so no repercussions. Got away with it, yeah. Well, clearly, you know, if it... What would you do if that was you? As in what, if I was sat there... No, if you were the teacher and you'd just gone, oh, you effing... Oh, well, I mean, I wouldn't do that. Let's, well, let's no, play no, like, play no. But, And then if I'd have turned and it was a child, I'd just be like, Mawam? <laughs> 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 but I was thinking more if I was the child sat oh, there yeah. and I heard it, I'd just be like, you know that homework? <laughs> <laughs> How about we call it quits, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd play it, maybe just go like, ah. Oh. What is he like? He's a right fudging twit. Oh, yeah. Giving it one of them. Because yeah. that's exactly what I said, didn't I? <laughs> fudging twit. Wasn't it, Sharon? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, thank you guys for listening. As always, we really, really do appreciate the support. We will be back 
uh, next week with another episode. Um, please head over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, if you can leave us a review on there, that'd be that'd be great. Head over to the website where you can share your stories, questions, confessions, whatever it might be, uh, and get your tickets and copies of the book if you've not already got that. And um, yeah, anything else? Uh, no, just obviously hope everyone is okay after the last uh, you know week or so. It has been very tough uh, at times, but yeah, we're here weekly to try and bring you a little bit of respite, a little bit of light in the old darkness. So I uh, hope everyone's okay, and uh, yeah, look forward to next week. See you later.